0: I'm your host, Jean Miller, and here on this podcast, you'll find stories and inspiration to bring you the confidence you need to make homeschooling work for your family. Let's begin. Well, hey, hey, my friend, and welcome to episode 84 here on the Art of Homeschooling podcast. Today, I want to talk about a very important distinction, a misunderstanding we've all had at one time or another, and that is scrolling is not the same as planning. I just think we need to name it, call it out here. So social media wasn't even around when I was homeschooling elementary age kids. I have three now grown kiddos and we started homeschooling in the 1990s. So yeah, social media wasn't around. It wasn't even a thing. And the internet wasn't anything like it is today. We didn't Google things back then. So You might be wondering, how did I find out what main lesson subjects to teach? Or how did I discover what books or resources other homeschoolers used for block topics like Norse mythology or ancient civilizations? The answer is word of mouth. That's right. I asked other homeschoolers or teachers, and I found a mentor. Also, in probably about 1993 or 94, Rahima Baldwin started hosting Waldorf homeschooling conferences in Ann Arbor, Michigan once a year. And these were so impactful because homeschoolers from all over could come together to see the lessons in action, to experience hands-on lessons themselves, and also peruse resources and meet other holistic, hands-on homeschoolers. That's really one of the reasons why I've been so committed to keeping the summer Taproot teacher training that I host, uh, to keep it going. It's a training that happens every year, the first weekend in August, that my mentor, Barbara Dewey, started back in 2007. Because I want to keep it going because of the positive impact those early conferences in Ann Arbor had on me and my homeschooling. In those early years of my family's homeschooling journey, I'd talk to other homeschooling moms, parents, and hear how frustrating it was to have to figure this homeschooling thing out from scratch. Even curriculums specific to homeschoolers, that was hard to find back then. So we banded together and shared as many ideas as we could. But today, I actually think we have the opposite problem. There are so many resources out there. And my observation is that it keeps us homeschoolers in a perpetual state of searching. And then we keep thinking, oh, well, maybe I'll try this thing over here. Or no, I'm going to go try this thing. So we keep switching our approach, and our resources. Finding resources and curriculum for Waldorf-inspired homeschooling can be challenging, I know, but I would venture to guess that we all have bookshelves full of books and possibilities. There's nothing wrong with this at all, but I would also venture to guess that those all those resources and curricula might not be giving you exactly what you're looking for. Oftentimes we continue searching even after our bookshelves are full. I can tell you right now that what we are searching for is not the perfect curriculum or even the just right story or song or poem. What gets muddled into all of the searching is something that I think is far less tangible. For starters, the perfect curriculum doesn't even exist. But more importantly, I think what scrolling adds to the mix is a layer of confusion because what we're really searching for is confidence and ease in our homeschool days. We don't want to struggle. And somehow we've allowed ourselves to believe that the right curriculum or the perfect book will alleviate these feelings of struggle. So, We keep searching. We continue scrolling. Today, I want to share with you my thoughts after 25 plus years of homeschooling. What we really need to do is limit the scrolling and searching so that we can just get on with the lessons and learning. The truth is that limits can be our friend's. Here are just a few ways to invite limits and boundaries into this whole process. The first is try setting a timer when searching for a specific resource for an upcoming lesson. Then when the timer goes off, you're done searching and then use what you have or what you've discovered. Two, ask a question for advice on a specific topic in just one group or of one friend instead of multiple places at once. And then just make a decision for how to move forward. And three, perhaps you want to just decide how you'll bring a lesson without any searching or scrolling. And take what you learn from how the lesson goes to influence how you'll plan your next block or lesson. Because there is no way for us to know how something is going to go until we try it out with our children. So stop the search frenzy. (laughs) Why do we even do it? Why do we continue scrolling and searching? I think it's driven by both fear and a lack of momentum. But as I often say to the parents in my Inspired at Home membership, pressure isn't motivating, but progress is. And the only way, the only chance we have at making progress is to try things out and see how they go and then adjust from there. One of my favorite sayings about fear, because I think fear really comes up for a lot of us, fear of making a mistake or not doing it right or, or damaging our children or fear of doing it wrong, whatever your fear might be. Uh, I think we all need to do some work, right, around our fears. And one of my favorite sayings about fear is, the only way around is through, beautiful. We simply have to dive in, right? And face the situation fear and all. Feel, feel the fear and do it anyway. And what if it's not more inspiration you need to homeschool? What if the last thing you need is more inspiration or another idea? The learning does not happen in the searching, my friend. The learning happens in the doing, when we're present with our children and bringing enriching experiences to them. Here's how it so often goes Does this sound at all familiar to you? We're feeling uncertain or unsure about our ability to bring a particular lesson to our children or the whole grade, right? To our children. So, what do we do? We continue searching for more and more inspiration in the form of a new curriculum, a new resource. We buy another thing. We buy another package. We say to ourselves, oh, I'll just see what someone else has to say about this. Oh, I'll just see what so-and-so did. Or maybe I should check what others have done for this block. And then pretty soon, we're stuck in the search frenzy. Just recently, I was talking to one of my one on one clients, and she said to me that she'd gotten stuck down that rabbit hole again. Here's how that she described her thought process. She said, I'm failing at homeschooling. This is what she's thinking. I'm failing at homeschooling. Let's change everything. I'll buy a new book because it's on sale. Does that sound familiar to you? I reminded her that the book she was considering is actually better for high school, and her son is only in sixth grade. I told her she did not need this new book right now. She was grateful and sent me this message. Crisis averted, found the book I used with his older brother on tape, and it's the perfect story. So here's my question for you. Do you happen to have more than one curriculum package for your child's current or upcoming grade already on your shelf? (laughs) Do you already have multiple resources to pull from or a stack of library books you've gathered? If you answered yes to any of these questions, you can simply use what you already have. That's the truth of it. There are just so many moving pieces and parts to this homeschooling life. I know that. And I want to invite you to just enjoy today, this moment. Think of one thing you love about each of your children. And after this episode finishes, go hug them and tell them that thing that you love about them. That's all. They won't be around your house forever. I can promise you that. And when they're gone, you'll miss them. Let's all stop scrolling and start doing. Because scrolling is not the same as planning, no matter how much you've tried to convince yourself that it is. I'm sending you big hugs today. And I want you to know that I see the important work you're doing in this world. Thank you that's all for today, my friend. But here's what I want you to remember. Rather than perfection, let's focus on connection. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll see you on the next episode of the Art of Homeschooling podcast.